So do people actually have a conversation with you or do they? Yeah, I full on have like deep, deep conversations with strangers here. Are you serious? Yeah, I've talked about their lives, like what's going on with them. Damn, y'all ugly. Damn, what the fuck? Welcome to That Was Wild, where we bring your wildest stories to life. I'm Adam Macias. This week, we have an amazing show with a very special friend of mine, Christina Kalf. She has been in a million things you've seen on TV. Uh, We're going to get into that. She produces some amazing shows around LA, including her show, Comedy Pole Show. It's awesome. Her story this week involves traveling with your family members, going to an event with your family members, and what it's like to have a crazy family member. It's a really great show. I think you all are going to like it. Before we start, remember to like and subscribe and share with a friend. It really helps. And uh, without further ado, let's get wild. That's wild. Today's guest, you've seen her on Nickelodeon Side Hustle and the 2011 classic Arthur, which I enjoyed a lot. Uh, really? We've talked about I loved it. Uh, she's a comedian who produces shows like Comedy Pole Show yes. and The Last Improv Show. Uh, and <laughs> and you might have seen her pole dancing on the internet. It's Christina <laughs> Cow. Of course. No, uh, thank you for doing the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. You're I, so sweet. The uh, video uh, watchers of the of this show will see this amazing wig you have. Yes. This, uh, I mean, it's not a wig. This is your natural hair. This You're, is my natural hair. Green. Yes. <laughs> I let my my um, real identity shine for this interview, but we're matching. Oh, we actually, we are. Our hairs are, are uh, yeah, our shirt, <laughs> your shirt and my hair. We think money. Yeah, yeah. Money. That's all day. Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for doing the show. Yes. Oh my gosh, this feels so um, professional. This Adam. is a professional. This wow. Is good. So, so just, just so uh, people know, I've known Christina for a very long time. Yes. Uh, we worked together. We were interns at UCB, teching. which is <laughs> teching stuff. Um, Getting uh, treated like shit. <laughs> what was the worst thing that ever happened to you at UCB? You know what's crazy, Adam? What is? being treated you know we would get treated like flies on the wall oh totally so those you're people, just the tech yes L- light me and we were in the sanctum scum. too which was not even cool yeah yeah so this is back when uh they might i don't even know by the time this airs we'll see but i think the training center at ucb it's a improv comedy club uh training uh facility and uh there we were in like the c class of theaters they had like two main theaters <laughs> we had the shitty one we're like uh, unhoused shitty, people was, would walk in yes. mid, midway through and be like, no. what the hell is this? <laughs> and they would be part of the show sometimes. And that would be pretty fun sometimes. Or jerking off backstage. Yes, definitely. Seriously. Yes. Oh, you've I, seen that before? Yes, a wizard. A wizard. Yes. Gandalf had, the Gray. Gandalf the White, if you will. Yes. Because they're jacking <laughs> off. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's had like a big wizard hat and like whatever. But yeah, just, you know, but do you know what's funny? What? It's like the same people, some of the same people that treated me like crap. Now I produce that cool improv show. Right. Last improv show. Yes. I'm a producer. Yeah. It's my, well, it's based. This is my idea, by the way. So you went from. Peon tech, uh, hey, uh, watching uh, homeless people jack off t- uh, in the bathroom to yeah. full on producing an improv show with some of the Jason biggest. Jason Manzukis, Neil Casey, um, Paul Welsh, Nicole Byer. Um, yeah. So um, tell me about the comedy poll show. My pie show? Yeah. So I used to take at um, with 
with uh, at Crunch Gym. Right. They were great classes, um, great, great classes in West Hollywood. And I took those and I got kind of really into it. I liked it because it was acrobatic. She, the, yeah. the teacher, Mercy Malik, she um, is incredible. And she didn't do like a sexy approach. She did more of a circus approach. So I was like, oh, wow, you can learn tricks and it gets addicting. You're like, you want to learn all the tricks. And then um, I became a, a protege at Be Spun. I wanted to take it a step above. And I went to this um, pole dance studio called Be Spun. And I was a protege where I basically worked there for free classes and free studio time. Wow. So you like you did like the UCB version. Yes, the of interning pole dancing. Of, of, for pole dancing. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And so I really got into it there. And um, I went to Casey Fay has a show called Holy Shit Improv. Right. Yeah. Great show. Silver and Lake Lounge. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And I went because Dan was performing on that and I got drunk and I was like, I just, it just hit me. I'm like, I want to do a show that's pole dancing and comedy. Okay. And, right. and I liked, I wanted it to be more variety. Um, okay. Not so like crazy does, variety. So it, it's not, okay. Yeah. Okay. So then, I have imagined that it was like improvisers who are also great at pole dancing, like yourself. Mm -hmm. So, but it's like, you would say it's kind of like a, a variety of both, right? For my show, since it's monthly, I wanted it to be like the creme de la creme. You right. know, I want, I primarily focus on, on the comedians, but I have pole dancers too, as like, um, kind of like palate cleansers great. In between the acts. That's awesome. But it's been working. We've been like selling out. We've That's been great. packed, I mean, but my sanity's going. Comedy and and uh, uh, burlesque has been together. This for isn't such burlesque, a long time. though. Yes, well, but like that idea of um, some sort of sex, sexual kind of a uh, dance performance paired with comedy has mm -hmm. been you know since vaudeville. You know, yes, but there's a fine. Here's my feeling on it. I think there's a fine line. I think. If it go, people think that I'm burlesque and it's not. And I encourage the pole dancers. I'm like, look, you guys, let's be creative. Let's go acrobatic. Let's not gotcha. tap into the sex. They're not taking their clothes off. No. Okay. Like sometimes. Mainly because I you have to go to like a, you don't have to get like a license for that, right? Yes. And initially when I first started my idea, I contacted Jumbos and I was like, I want to oh, do wow. this. I wanted Jumbos to would tap be in. Great. Yes. Jumbos. What are you doing? Get 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 her on the show. She she said, but well, the, whoever I contacted said they think about it, and then they never got back to me again. But I'm kind of glad that it didn't go that way because mm -hmm. then it would be sexual. Whereas I'm trying to encourage the the dancers to be more acrobatic and be do acts, make make up an act on the pole. And I've like Courtney Peroso I had on the show, um, who's uh, incredible. She's an incredible actress, but she does a lot of clowning and she did an act and did a little bit on the pole, which is like kind of oh, what yeah, I'm a little, yeah, trying to get that towards. both there. Yes. Yeah. Like there's and there's other people that I'm trying to get on the show that kind of dabble in it and that are um, that uh, that they're like, oh, I have a Kira Nova I have on my my next show who's an incredible clown. And she's like, I have a pole act. On That's the pole awesome. Because I want to pitch this as a TV show. So I want this to be a TV show. And I know that there's ways that you can do the pole where it's like more inclusive. There's like eight and nine year olds that like do pole dance. Really? Because it's acrobatic. Wow. It's a, it doesn't have to be strippery sexy, which there's nothing wrong with that. And totally. I can't afford to tell the pole dancers you can't be straight at my show. I'm like, look, I'm like, you know, I encourage you to be creative. Let your freak flag fly, whatever. But then a lot of them will say to me, I'm getting sexy. I'm yeah, going to so flap the, my ass cheeks and I'm going to. Right? <laughs> they don't, I don't really, they don't really do tips. They can get Venmos. Oh, nice. But 
I don't care if people, one time someone threw dollars, I don't care if that's what they want to do, go ahead. Are you legally um, allowed for that though? Yeah, why not? Yeah. yeah, if someone wants to throw dollars on the stage, but I'm trying to keep it, there's a fine line because yeah. I want to keep the performer, the quality of performer high. And so if it needs to, and I just why feel like- Why is that like important to you? Because of ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> is that and, an artistic but, reason? No, anything? also artistic okay. because I, I scout- like if I like Courtney Peroso, for example, I've heard so much about Courtney Peroso. That was the first chick that um, that I wanted for my show because I would watch her. I went on her Instagram and I looked at her videos and I was like, oh, shit, she does this. And she she does comedy. I looked at her. I looked at her character reel. I looked at I stalked her. And then I'm like, well, I still I don't even though it's a dinky little indie show. I'm like, I still don't know. Like what if her act bombs? Like I want to make sure the comedians come on my stage and don't bomb. So i I, when she posts the next show, I go see their, her show. And I was like hiding in the audience, you know, <laughs> trying to see what her you're act like a true is. Scout. You got a little hat on. I scout. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like, like I piece everybody together that I think, okay, this is what my audience would like. This is who I think is funny. And then I'm truly passionate about them. And then you're, um, that's why this is where all the stress comes from. Cause you're putting a lot of work oh my God. in pre-production. Yes. And then it's like, it's a, you know, indie show. It's I've only done this for six months, six shows. And like my whole life goes to it. I don't like any, I, I give all the money to the performers because I want to get the best performers I can get. Totally. So I'm putting all of this time and effort and energy into this show and I'm not making any money on it. And I actually was negative last month because oh. I had like a lot of performers, but like, I love the Wolves of Glendale. Yes. That comedy band. Oh I've seen, my I've seen God. them on the internet. Yes. One of the dudes. Yes. Yes. Totally. Yeah. They're great. So you're diving into the pole dancing community and the comedy community. You're mm -hmm. blending both. A lot of people, there's a lot in LA, there's a lot of chicks that do both. And like um, one chick was um, who I had on the show. She did like a 10 minute set. Um, uh, Samara, she was a producer on Soul Pancake for uh, Rain Wilson's channel. So there's a right. lot of that. Like I have a chick who's, um, a, uh, an assistant director on film sets. There's someone who's a graphic designer. There's a lot of actresses. This next show, I've got a musician who's going to like play the guitar while she's sitting on the pole. Uh -huh. Like she's going to sing and do a whole act on the pole. So it's a really- That my, sounds awesome. It's a really fun show. What was it like for the first show? What, oh my God, how was I was it? So scared. Uh, you scared? What, yes. how, did it work Atsuko, out okay? Atsuko Okatsuko was the first person to ever say yes to me. And um, and she's like blowing up now. Um, and uh, that was like, that made me scared because I was like, oh my God, Atsuko, she's so cool. She's so cool. And like, I can't, I have to have a good lineup for her. I have to have a good lineup for her. So I like tried my best to like, make sure she felt like happy being on the show. <laughs> that was like my- I totally attempt. get that though. Like, oh my gosh, I booked a big- get i need to make the rest of the show really good like because that's the last thing you want you want this like you don't want this like amazing star to come to your show yes and then like have like two people in the audience oh my god that, that would be like no, a nightmare no has it ever happened to you fuck no you're kind of like me if you build it they will come oh that's what dan says too a yeah lot. yeah you are creating these shows because you are such a huge like you're very passionate about these things and you're not letting like you know, anybody up above you being like, you're not at this level to create this show, but you're not like the top tier star of the world, but that doesn't stop you from like creating a, a, a show and like making it amazing. In my mind, uh, I, I am that admirable. though. In my mind, I am that, you know, a lot of these people I came up with and I was like, you know, and so in, I believe I am just like them, you yeah. know? So that's, yeah. So that's why I have no problem hounding Sarah Silverman's agent. 
because I know Sarah Silverman will come do my show and like love me. You know, in my mind. You got to respect that. You got to <laughs> respect that. It might not that. be true, but like, it, like, you know, I've been around the block, you know, a long time. I mean, you're bigger than me, for sure. Stop it. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, but like, I've been, you know, pursuing acting and working on shoots. The and Arthur, sets, 2011, like, very Since great 2006. Part. Right. You know, so not all the projects are like Nicole Byer level. Like, it's not like I've done um, the, the same, like, I've not made the same money on, on projects or whatever. But I've done a fuck ton of projects, a lot of indie, non-paying plays, off-Broadway plays, or this or that. And the maybe a big person will come in and do somebody a favor and do the project. I'll do a free reading for Corbin Burnson, you know, or I'll do this. My, like the projects that I've, I've done, some of them are bigger, like made more money on them. But I, in my mind, it's like I have so much experience right. that like, I believe that I'm good at what I do, even though I, I have not booked like bigger stuff. Right. I believe in my heart that I'm just as good. And that's fucking awesome. You yeah. have to believe that, Adam. To. I mean, I'm the same way. That's why I'm doing this. That's why yes. I'm doing my live show because I believe I have this. I have enough. Yes. I think I could do it. Yes. And you have to. I I totally totally respect that. And don't be scared to ask. Like bi- like big people. Like I'm sure you're not. You're not. I know your type. It depends. Oh my type. What's I know my your type? type. You're I you're you're a go. Like you'll say to like people like Hey, I like your work or whatever. You'll yes. go for it. Yes. But like I get rejected all the time for my show. And I think that's fine. Yes. Because once it's, I believe the show is going to be big enough. Mm-hmm. And maybe you believe this that. When you ask again, they're going to say yes. Yes. And then you say, nah, I'm good. Fuck you. You said no. <laughs> it depends. Like some people are so, even at this point, some people are so big that you're like, oh, I fucking hate you, but I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to say yes. Hi. That's thank amazing. you so much for uh, helping me. Well, thank you so much. We're going to take a quick break. We're going okay. to come back with your story about celebrities. And then we're going to talk to some strangers about their wild times. Ooh, yay. We'll be right back after that. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, I'm Adam Macias. We uh, took a little, if you're watching this, we took a little break because the the studio I rented, uh, it, we got a little wild time yes. ourselves. The yes. studio I rented, uh, you know, uh, they kicked us out. Yep. We're being too nuts. Yes, and now we're we're breaking in this place. We just snuck into this place. We just snuck in. Yeah. <laughs> and we might get kicked out. Who knows what will happen. Uh-oh. Okay, so okay. You, you have a story for us today? So sneaking into the SNL after party when um Kristen Wig was her Kristen Wig's final um show. Right. It was her final performance. That sounds pretty crazy. Yes. Um okay. So my mother and my Aunt Maria were like big fans of SNL. Like every really? Midwestern. I'm sure your family's like, you gotta get on SNL. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should try getting on SNL. Yeah. I've been <laughs> Doing comedy for a day, but sure, I'll try that, mom. No problem. Yeah, like it's no problem. Like it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but everybody's like that with the SNL. That's like totally. the comedy. It's the pinnacle, yeah. Yes. So they wanted, it was the Rolling Stones. Um, Performing. Yes, my aunt is a crazy Rolling Stones fan. Really? Like she's cuckoo crazy. Like she- She's is, got some wild time stories yes, for us. She's a flower child and she thinks that she like really? purposely walks around naked in her backyard because she thinks in Angola, New York- because she thinks that Mick Jagger flies his private jet over her house. 
So she walks around naked, <laughs> thinking that he'll see her. Okay, cool. I mean, you don't know. Maybe he does. No, but I'm not even did, kidding. Where you. does she? This is my godmother, and I love her. Where love does she? Her. Where does she get that idea though? Did somebody? Did Mick tell her? Um, like, hey, I'll I'll see you up in the sky. What's that called? Quaaludes. Quaaludes. That's where she got Lots that of idea. Quaaludes. Okay. And, and peace, love, and you know, kumbaya. <laughs> That's where she got the idea. But she lo- like she's she like is okay. like that. She's a big fan of Mick Jagger. So mm-hmm. with SNL, you have to um, if you want to go see it and you don't have tickets, like it's there's a month that you can try to get tickets, or the night before you have to go and. Uh, like s- sleep on the street, essentially. Yeah. To then get there in the morning because it's there's such a long line and you want to be able to get the. I don't remember the process totally, but I'm gonna give you my rough memory. Okay. Thing. So we we were not totally prepared, but me, my aunt, my mom, we slept on the street. We needed definitely more blankets, <laughs> so we get it. My aunt Maria again is a flower child, so she you know, is a little bit in the clouds. She's like, she's an Aquarius. I don't know if anybody's into Zodiac. Okay. Aquarius is... The dawning of My the boyfriend of- is Aquarius. Okay. Yeah, dawning of the Aquarius. Yeah. Oh, God. So Aquarius <laughs> are a little bit beat to your own drum. They don't like to follow rules. Okay. They don't like to be told what to do. Gotcha. And like the, to be on cloud it's nine. like, uh, I'm, I don't care that you, I'm not allowed to walk around naked and kids see me in my backyard. <laughs> Mick Jagger will. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay. And so we had to come back at us. You get the ticket or something and then we have to come back at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And she's like kind of, you know, lagging behind and we're running, we're running, running, running. Cause of course we're running late. And my aunt's like trailing behind, oh, <laughs> taking pictures of Mick, c- Mick, this is for you. Yeah. Taking Hi, pictures Mick. of ceiling of like um buildings. <laughs> True tourism. Yes. Has she ever been to New York before? Yes. A million freaking times. <laughs> oh, this building is just like I left it. That's great. <laughs> I know. It's like, Aunt Maria, move, 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 you know? And she's like, uh-huh. but I think she was self-sabotaging. I think truly really? she gets nervous with Mick Jagger. <laughs> she gets nervous. I'm just not ready to see him. Was she like getting ready to take her clothes off yes, and stuff? Yeah. Yes. No, seriously. Yeah. She would, no, that's exactly her mentality. Like, oh my God, you know, this is a moment where she could maybe meet Mick Jagger. So we all make it and we get in and we're like, yeah. And we we watched the show. Was it funny? I, see, I have a hard time remembering. My family, I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. My family is so stressful that most of the time- You just like, were like relaxing. Just th- having them not talk to you for a while. <laughs> for <laughs> like just, an hour and a half. We sat to sleep on the street. Then I got my aunt taking pictures. The anxiety is through the roof. Uh-huh. I barely, I, I do remember like somewhat enjoying it. Me, Aunt Maria, and my mom. My Aunt Maria is being very difficult. We could not all sit together. So I felt she ended up having to sit over there and we were sitting together, which I feel bad about. I think I wanted my aunt to sit with my mother, but my aunt is being aloof and it's like very stressful. She's like, no, I want Mick to only see me. I don't want to share this, the the eyesight with you guys. I know. So she, but Mick did and really. What? What did Mick do? She was sitting on like the right side of the stage. We were more in center. That's why I feel bad because my aunt should have had the center. She said okay. an Italian, like, you know, your elders, they get the best, but I don't know why she was being aloof and she didn't care and she's being difficult. So okay. she went over there. So but I love my Aunt Maria. I mean, but she's my favorite aunt. So, cause she's a batshit crazy. 
<laughs> just kidding. Oh, gosh. I hope she doesn't listen to this. She'll kick my ass. So, no, so, we all love our batshit crazy uh, relatives. Yes. You know, it's just, they got their, the aunt. Yes. You know, they got, if they were the parents, that would be pretty bad. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, God. Yes. That's a whole nother story. So, my aunt, Mick Jagger, at one point, though, did, because she's all about, like, oh, Mick, did what? Mick did this. Mick was looking at me. Mick, I was at the concert. I know she Mick like was looking, like, yeah, he did. He was facing forward. Then he turned to the right and just acknowledged the right and, like, waved at the right. Hi. To hey, where my aunt was sitting. Wow. And I felt, I was like, oh my God, we're going to hear about that. <laughs> you know, but also, I did get oh, a feeling. Here we go. I did. I was like, maybe Mick did feel the energy from my aunt. Like, my aunt loves yeah. him so much. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, Adam, obsessed yeah. with Mick Jagger. She goes on the Shadoobie. She does ev- the Shadoobie um, fan site. They got a fan group. Really? She's on that. Constantly, really, and they all like, like, um, what's the word? Like, uh, uh rumors and and stuff. Yes, gossip. Yes, okay. and very into like, mm-hmm. like a little bit delusional, you know. So, um, like my my aunt thought she was talking to Mick Jagger on the Shadoobie fan site. Interesting, because somebody probably somebody said was they were pretending. Mick Jagger. I'm Mick Jagger. Yes. Wow. So the internet is crazy, folks. Please tell your crazy aunts. I mean, th- look, this is how we got 2020. We got QAnon because people. We're just like, yeah, I'll believe you. You yeah. typed it. That sounds right. That sounds right to me. Well, she they wants be- to believe it. Exactly. Because she wants to have this experience with Mick Jagger, you know? Mm-hmm. So so he did do that moment. So now it's the end of the show. Okay. Like my And I'm Italian. My aunts are driving me nuts, you know? Or my mom and my aunt. Right. So Aunt Maria is like, la, la, la. She's doing that again. Like being aloof and like, la, la, la. But she's being difficult. She's doing that purpose. Uh-huh. So, because <laughs> I'm like, I saw, I was like, I just had, I was very into sneaking into parties. When I was in New York, I was very into like, let's, let's sneak into this shit. Like I, I let's, let's, let's hop the line. Let's go through the fence. Let's dig a hole. Yes. All the time. Did you dig a hole before? (laughs) No, but I would like do stupid shit like that. We could do another episode. (laughs) Like I, cause I, I wanted to make it so bad in this, yeah. the business that I would like. You do whatever it takes. Yes. I would try to, you know, get in and get try in to become scene. friends or, yeah. or like be seen or whatever. Right. And so I was really good at that. So we were walking through 30 Rock and there was all these people like kind of like running towards this like area. Mm-hmm. And um like where the skating rink is. And so people were kind of running there and like kind of like walking like they're going to the after party. And I was like, mom. I think this is the after party. And Aunt Maria, I was like, this is the after party. And my mom's like, move, like run, you know? So Go, 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 go. My mother is a little bit more like me, like a little bit of right. a shystery. Yeah. Like, like a I read it, some, some, some shenanigans she's down for. Yes, yeah. she'll sneak in. She's a Libra to my Aries, you know? So she's also my mother. I have no idea what that means, like, but that's cool. Like yin to my yang, okay. you know? Oh, like okay. very opposites, you okay. know? But we, we have similar like thinking, you know, she is my mom. So she's like, go, let's just push through because everybody was kind of like swarming, like going like really fast and nobody was checking. So we were like, go, go. So Aunt Maria, I think she was scared or nervous or something. She's not ready to see Mick. No, really. I think seriously, sabotaging herself because she was going slow and we were like, Aunt Maria, move. Like I said to her, move, move, move. move." Listen, soldier, you gotta go. If you go slow, they're going to stop you at the door. You got to move. So like we, me and my mom 
pushed through the line because there was a bunch of people and we just like got in there and like really like went down the line. Like, yeah, full on Emmett, Emmett Smith running through like- Yes. The, yeah, okay. And so and then nobody said anything. Aunt Maria went slow. They stopped her. And so they- So you got to move with confidence, yes. folks. That's the that's the trick. It was something you're trying to sneak into the after party it's like, of Kristen Wiig's last thing. Yes. But it's not really sneaking. It's just bump, like full on just like you're like- Gang rushing. Yes. The gate. It was. There was a yeah. bunch of people and yeah. they, whatever there was, people weren't organized at the time. And mm-hmm. like, we just happened to get through. Amory was They stopped her. They're like, where are you going? I don't know. I don't know what the conversation was, but I'm sure it was something like that. Damn, I so don't you, know. She got left behind. So she got left behind. And I was like, mom, we have to, we can't stay. She's, my mom was like, fuck, fuck that. that. <laughs> Seriously. Fuck my sister. Fuck that. We're staying and enjoying this. She hell was yeah. too slow. And that's it. That's savage as fuck. Your your mom is savage <laughs> as hell. Well, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's tough in the family. You know, everybody's <laughs> getting on each other's. But she would get, who takes pictures of freaking buildings <laughs> when we're trying to make you could literally Edinburgh Google those. Yeah. After we slept on the street the whole fucking night, you're going to get out of the train. You know we're running late and you're going to start taking pictures of buildings? Like, that's my fucking aunt. That's insane. I could have killed her. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. So she got what she deserved so, is what you're saying. Not really. I still felt bad because she loved Mick Jagger. So get this. Okay. So we get in. So everything is free. You know, like there's of like, course. it's like there's iPhones, <laughs> yeah. iPads, take it. So what's it look like? Is there music happening? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, the music was Dave Grohl. Dave, Dave Grohl was playing. Dave Grohl was uh, DJing, singing. He had his band. I don't it, I don't think it was. A, I don't think it was Foo Fighters. I think he was. It it's was Dave the, Grohl the Dave with Grohl a band. Experience. Something like that. Wow. Because he sang for the, like basically was the like it felt like a wedding singer. Well, yeah. So yeah. like was like, he doing like covers and stuff? Covers. <laughs> covers he of Foo Fighters? No. <laughs> Play Everlong. No, man. That's not my thing today. I'm not doing that. Yeah, he did covers and like did all he was so good. That's at that moment I fell in love with Dave Grohl. Like he yeah. was I He's was amazing. like I want him to play my wedding. <laughs> so that, you think he could? You think he might? He's, that dude hustles. He was just so good. That's you know? awesome. And he was singing. So he's got he's singing there. Just like already starstruck. What a waste of Dave Grohl, by the way. Just like Why? he's singing to a like to a party. He could have been on TV. Oh you my know? god, he loved it. You think he, he showed up being it. like, oh yeah, I'll play SNL. SNL after party? Everybody was there though. Shit. It was like yeah, it wasn't packed with celebrities. Yeah. Emma Stone, um, I Steve Martin was at the bar, like literally getting a drink next to next to Steve Martin. I wish I was not so chicken shit. Because Lauren Michaels was there. You already too. pulled your like brave card just getting into there. Though. And then I've got my mother who's like Yeah. I'm, well, once I, you're in that situation, you gotta like you gotta maintain. You know, yes. you don't wanna go too nuts. You did the big bet and the big gamble, you got in there. Now you're like, you know, you're playing a little espionage. I shouldn't. I I wish I would have been a little more ballsy and would have went up to Lauren and been like, I'm a comedian. Cast me. Seriously. Lauren, cast me. What do I have to lose? They could be kicked out. At least, yeah. I, at least I had the balls yeah. to go up to Lauren Michaels and be like, hey, I would love to be on this show. I'm a fucking really funny actress. Like that I could do be, all this shit. That would be pretty crazy though. You think, he would, t- you think he would do it? I think I would have. What I would have said What's is What's the like, best case scenario if you were to, if that were to happen? You'd have been like, oh, let me get your information. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, oh my god! You think he would uh, send you th- me your tape? Email me. <laughs> okay. Email my. You think assistant. you would get Lauren's uh, what you, email address? 
from that experience? Maybe his assistant. Okay. And then I could email the assistant like, oh, here's my tape. You know, Lauren, <laughs> check it out. You know, if I had the balls, I should have had the balls. Yeah. But um, I was too scared. You saw though. You saw him though. Oh yeah, like this. Like yeah. it was very, like very, very close. And Mick was very close too, like wow. this. And so my mom said to me, she's like, she could not have handled being this close to Mick Jagger. Really? Oh, your your <laughs> my your aunt. aunt. Yeah. Because so the party was in the skating rink. I don't know if you know. Have you ever been to New York? But you're talking about like the 30 Rock famous skating rink. Yes. Thing. Yes. I've watched 30 Rock, the show. I'm, <laughs> I'm f- familiar with it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So when you're in the skating rink, you can stand above like where 30 Rock is and look down. So when people are skating, you can be up on top by the tree and like looking down at people like skating. So my aunt was on the right side. Just watching you guys? Watching us getting <laughs> eating. Seriously, eating and drinking and partying it up. Standing over there like fucking Mike Myers, just like. (laughs) I felt so. Now I see Mick. Now the tables have turned, Mick. I see you far away now. (laughs) Yes. It was so bittersweet because I could not. The whole night, I'm worried about my aunt. I feel so bad for her that she's up there watching. My mom's like, she's loving it. She's loving it. She likes it up there. Okay. That's crazy. So, because she's hearing Dave Grohl. Right. And like me and my mom are like watching Dave Grohl like this. And like, like I'm telling you, everybody was there. And then at some point that it we had been there so long that like uh, my aunt was able to get in because they kind of like stopped looking at the door, watching like guarding the door. Oh, interesting. So at the very end. What the fuck end, is going on at these parties? <laughs> maybe it was the time. So yeah, my aunt's just like, I want to drink, you know, because she's pissed a little bit. But like, she did say she liked it. And I think she even kind of admitted that it would have been that like, oh my God, you know, her heart. How did she much. do? How was she feeling after this experience? I mean, this is like, you know, she's seeing the guy that she thinks she sees every day or sees her every day uh, in the backyard. How did she... How was she feeling? I think she, I can't remember. I think it, like she was a little disappointed. I can't totally remember. I remember just feeling so terrible, you know, because it's like mm-hmm. we were in the party. And Sounds she like you wasn't. just generally didn't ex- enjoy this kind of experience with with your family. My, my, pa- my, I'm Italian. I was raised Italian Catholic. I'm not ta- Catholic anymore, <laughs> but but I was raised like that. So it's very over oh god it's just a lot of guilt and a lot of pressure and like it was managing my seeing all these celebrities with my mother and my mother's like you know like oh my god let's go you know like steve martin and she's like kind of like a deer in headlights at steve martin and being around celebrities like that group of celebrities i i worked a emmys after party Mm -hmm. uh it was the year that cuba Gooding jr won for uh his portrayal of oj simpson Uh, matt damon was there jimmy kimmel was was hosting it and i was doing like tech stuff being in that situation of so many it's it's shocking yeah it's jarring yes kind of what you experienced too well, so I was, you know, putting on the facade, you know, because like, I suck I belong in. here. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I do with everything, like earlier, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I said, yeah. like I think that I make it sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I was acting like I was like kind of a, you know, actress, you know, and so Fred Armisen at one point, like walked, he walked up to me, like, I, was, I know you some from somewhere, seriously, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, he like come, came up to me, like he's going to be like, like he was going to start talking to me, clock that he did not know who I was. Really? And then was like, oh, uh. yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. Yes, because I was trying to put out that energy. You yeah. know, like I'm somebody. You're, you're, you're from somewhere, right? You, Arthur, 2011? 
Yeah. <laughs> you were that the hot girl, right? <laughs> the, the 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 actress who remade the prostitute. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Yes. Any uh, final thoughts about that story? Um, I loved that. I loved that night, even though it was stressful. Yeah. Um, I loved it, and I feel like, oh, I just like you know when you when you push the limit and you're like like I get punished a lot because I like you know and rejected a lot because I like try to. You know, you, you got to kick down doors, you yeah. know, if you want to, if you want something, but like sometimes it works and it works in such a big way. That's true. That, I mean, you that's know? a huge takeaway. Yes. Try it. Don't be afraid to do, to well, do the thing you want to do. people, you know, won't talk to me anymore because I'm like. <laughs> yeah, you're going to ruin some, you're going to ruin some, break some bridges here. Well, so I'm only asking for like things, you know, it's like uh, this business is so hard. You can't make it in this business without relationships. Don't be afraid to ask. No, or sneak or, or you know, steal. <laughs> Don't be afraid or to sneak. Kill I love somebody that. <laughs> to get what I'm you sorry, want. What? Kill <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, well, you know what? How about this? Uh, let's talk to some strangers on the internet. Oh, yeah. Um, about anywhere they've snuck into. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Let's take or, a quick wow. break. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. Hi. You ready to talk to some strangers? Yes. Okay, here we go. I'm a little scared. So do people actually have a conversation with you or do they- Yeah, I'm so, do? I full on talk, have like deep, deep conversations with strangers here. Are you serious? Yeah, I've talked about their lives, like what's going on with them. Damn, you're ugly. Damn, what the oh. fuck? Hey, I was <laughs> just talking about how people have nice conversations. You call us ugly? Um, yeah, especially you. The, her? No, the guy. Oh. oh my god! I'm more inclined to be nice to women. So wow. Okay. Well, we're talking to people about their life. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. H- have you ever snuck into um, something before? Like a venue? Yeah. Anything? Have you ever snuck into anything? I, I snuck into a concert before. Oh yeah. Ooh. What was the concert? Um, Drake. Oh shit! How'd you do it? Um, it was pretty hard. I had to like get my girlfriend to suck someone off. <gasps> Shut up! No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I'm just. <laughs> You've never had a girlfriend. <laughs> Bye. What? Oh my god, that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, that was so scary. Hey, what's going on, man? What is up, guys? Hey, Hi. we're talking to people about their lives. Can we talk to you about your life? Sure. Um, Ooh. have you ever snuck into anything before? Uh, yeah, definitely. What'd you sneak into? Um, my mom's house. I mean, I lived there, right? You when lived was, in the young, place I'd that you sneak snuck. in and out of that. Okay. Why'd you do that? Uh, because I wanted to go hang out with friends. Okay. To do what? What were you doing with your friends? Something bad? Bad shit, probably. <laughs> probably. Do you not remember? Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, I remember. It really wasn't all that bad, but I mean, like, I would like sneak out just to go hang out with friends. Oh, um, okay. How would you so, do it? I was in like the eighth and ninth grade. Did you feel like a spy while you were doing it? Wow, that's young. Eight, nine. I knife? definitely felt like I had to be silent like a spy, that's for sure. Were you like full on cat suit, like dressing around and stuff? No, no, no. <laughs> I, it, it was pretty easy. I just opened my window and hopped through that. You know, what was wow. your Was it did you have a curfew? Yeah, yeah. I mean I definitely wasn't supposed to be, you know, up, let alone, you know, sneaking out. Were you um like was your parents strict? Uh I wouldn't say they were like overly strict, but they were certainly, um, they had rules. Oh yeah. What were the rules? Um, I mean, I don't recall 
like the precise list of rules, but I mean like uh, a lot of common sense stuff. But uh, <laughs> and you just like, were like, "Fuck that! I'm sneaking out," sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I, I was just sort of unwieldy when I was young. I want to know if you your wild time really from eighth grade all the way up to like I want to say like sophomore year of high school. I was just a complete like uh, uncontrollable kid. I mean, I really was not doing my mom any favors. Um, what kind of stuff would you do? I mean, so for instance, uh, you know, I didn't do anything at school. Um, okay. Like I literally, <laughs> I would intentionally fail my classes, um, believe it or not. Really? Why? Intentionally? Um, Why? Because I, I wanted virtual school and my oh. mom wouldn't give me virtual school. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to fail all my classes then. And uh, How does that affected you in life? Huh? How's that affected you? Like, uh, In a lot of ways. Um, so actually, uh, junior year, um, I ended up dropping out of school. Um, so that sucked. Uh, and then when I was 18, I ended up getting my GED. And then I went back to, uh, well, I went to community college, uh, got an AA. And then I went to university where I studied physics. And then wow. I got a Bachelor of Science. And now I'm a PhD student. What? That's amazing. That's amazing. So yeah, PhD in physics? It's sort of a non-standard approach uh, to life, that's for sure. And that's awesome. I mean, and to answer your question, it, it cost me literal money because uh, since I didn't do anything in high school, you know, I had to pay for all this out of pocket. You know, oh. I had to work nearly the entire time um, and take out loans. You know, it wasn't fun. And, you know, especially when I had peers, you know, who essentially weren't paying a dime because they had uh, full ride scholarships because they just did their work. And you, you sound know, really school. smart. So do you regret kind of like this at all? Or do you, do you feel like you were in the right place at the right time? I certainly feel like, uh, that I'm not particularly smart. I, I'm just interested in a field that there's not a whole lot of people interested in. So <laughs> in, in, in that respect, uh, there's not so much competition. I feel like your biggest competition is really yourself. I mean, maybe that would be different if I was going for like more fundamental physics, like high energy physics or, right. um, or more so on the theory side. I mean, that and sounds pretty smart hard. to me. Yeah. Physics is, I flunked. I had to get out of physics. Same here. So hard. I tried it once and I was like, nope. I have one last thing for you. So have you seen the movie Slumdog Millionaire? I have not. So the, I, the premise is this guy goes on, you know, who wants to be a millionaire and uses all of his like personal experiences to like, uh, be to answer these like questions and he's had a very hard life and he's done all these things. Do you feel like your journey through life has helped you, um, you know, get to where you are now as far as like applying it to physics and stuff? Uh, yeah. And in, in some, res yeah, de I mean, definitely I, I, if I wasn't interested in it, I, I wouldn't be doing it. And a lot of that has to deal with, uh, I don't know, a, a circumstance of luck and my upbringing. Um, I'm actually writing a book on this. Uh, it's going to be titled, if you ever see it, um, I mean, it probably won't be published for years, but probably like three, so, maybe yeah. four years. Uh -huh. But it'll be, if you ever see from GED to PhD in Idiot's Guide to the Universe, you know who wrote it. Fucking so, love that. Whoa! I fucking love that, man. Do you want to say your name right now? This is being recorded, if you want to say your name. Oh, um, I'm going to keep that a secret. <laughs> I mean, people will know eventually, right? Yeah, yeah. Dude. Book, they'll know, oh, it's that guy. But for the sake of not... Um, you know, being identified, I think that would be amazing. Be well, you have a great one, man. Yeah. Hey, nice talking you to as you. Well, guys. Bye. Bye. See? Oh my God. Wow. We can get deep with here. Oh, wow, you're good at this. Hey, what's going on? Let's talk about politics. Oh, well, we were talking oh. about, we were talking about uh, people in their lives. Uh, can we ask you a few questions? 
Sure. Have you ever snuck into anything before? No. You've never snuck into anything? No. Good for you. Good for you. Good you're, for sounds you. like you're a good person. What's the weirdest... Where's the weirdest place you've ever taken a shit? Outside. Where outside? Public property. A public pro- what public what public property? Like, like a a library? You shit in a library? No, I wish. You wish? No, I just did it on like some guys like bushes. You know, you, know, you see those little houses, and they have this on the side. They have those little bushes and stuff. Yeah, bushes. I've seen a bush before. Um, uh, why, 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 why did you do that? Like, were you too far away from your house or what? Yeah. Yeah. But did you have like a, what, what kind of food did you have right before it? I had coffee. You had coffee. So this is like in the morning you took a shit on somebody's bitch. Yes. <laughs> How did you feel? Was that embarrassing? No. No. You felt totally fine. With, like I just, did it with pride. You did it with pride. Why? My ego was never being shackled down by anything at that moment in time. Has it ever been shackled down? You sound very confident. It's being very, it's being shackled down right now. Why? Oh, really? Man. And that's why I want to talk about politics. Why? Why do you want to talk? Why? What's what? Why? Wait, I want to know what you want to talk about. Yeah. The state keeps shackling down my right as an autonomous individual. You're autonomous. Freely as I want to. What uh, state? Yeah. I live in Georgia, but I mean in nations in general. Oh. They don't allow you to move to places. They limit your freedom and autonomy. They draw a bunch of lines on an arbitrary map and say that you can or you can't do this. So would you consider yourself an anarchist? Yes. Can you describe anarchy uh, theory real quick? If you had to do it in like three words. From my perspective, it's simply... Okay, it's more than three decentral- words. It's, um, it's decentralizing authority. It's getting rid of decent, um, centralized authority. Yeah, keep it in at a local level sort of thing, like community base, right? Yes, it's it's like cla- that's just like the classical anarchist definition, just getting rid of centralized authority. Can I ask you this? Are you here to debate with people on Omigo? I'm here to do whatever, man. I'm yeah. here to do whatever. What would be your ideal society? A decentralized, um, free market society. Free. A society where you're allowed to do whatever you want as long as it's in your private property. What would something you wish you could do um, that you can't do now. Get high in peace. You could get high, no? On your private property? Get high on I'm your do, private I am property? Right now, but I mean in peace without like the government, without the police like kicking down your door and just threatening to shoot you over misdemeanors and petty crimes. I mean, yes, I agree. You, yes, ever heard totally. Of, I mean, California, you get to do that. Like, you know, depending on, are you talking about any drugs or like all drugs in general? Or all drugs. Yeah, right. I agree. All I drugs. agree with that. Yeah, I can I agree with that. Totally agree. Legalize all drugs. For I sure. Think, totally. All right, what what drugs would you be doing? Probably um just a lot of psychedelics and Oh yeah? Like what? Probably like acid and mushrooms and have you ever done like it before? Into the forest and this, well, yeah, have you have you done peaceful. psychedelics before? No. No. I, know I can get a I can get a sheet of acid from this one guy, but just, You should try it. Fuck it. I mean, maybe no. I didn't say that. I definitely didn't say that. All right, you have a good night. Wait, hey, Hi. what's up, man? What it do? What it do? What it do? What it do? Holy shit! Why do I feel like I'm on a game show? Holy you're, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're on. What I do? What I do? Welcome to what I do. What it do? It do. Um, we actually are talking to what people. It do. We're, we're talking to people about their lives. Um, do you have any crazy family members? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Okay. What's what? Uh, what makes them crazy? I mean, if you count 
Attempted, that's crazy. That's that's up to you. <laughs> Attempted, like, you know, like unaliving sort of situation? Yeah. Yeah, that I sounds mean, pretty crazy. crazy or no? I don't know. To that's who? Not, I'm not proud of it. To that's, who? That's crazy to me, you know? Yeah, that sounds insane. So who? Like to who? To Not to you, right? Or like some random person? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I, can I ask if it was an aunt or an uncle? Was it an aunt or a knuckle? Oh, shit. Okay, so a family, like a, a immediate family member, sounds like. Oh, you meant as an aunt. Oh, sorry. Your American accent fucked me up. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. You meant like an aunt. An, like auntie, an auntie or an unky is what I, is what I meant to say. Um, an uncle, an uncle. Uncle, um, yeah. Um, 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 uh, no, no, it wasn't family member. It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> okay. Okay. Where are you from? I think it would scare you if I told you. you know? I want to hear it. Tell it. Tell us about. Tell me. You got to tell me. How did it happen? It happened when a lot of shit was going on, and um, you know, some people get involved with shit they shouldn't, and next thing you know, they're picking up things to unalive people. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So th- we're talking like uh, hooligans here, as you would say. In in. I. I mean, you know, I'm not. Of that hue, right? The hooligans, but oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> let's call them hooligans. Okay. For the sake of this conversation. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, did they? I'm. Mean, are they in jail now? This person that tried to unalive oh, someone. Oh no, no, no. They, 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 they done their time. Let's, let's say. Okay. How long ago was it? A few years ago. Wow. <laughs> Why are we talking about this? Holy shit! <laughs> you brought it up, man. I just wanted to know. So. No. You asked. I was hoping to change topic. And okay, we could change. Did you, you ever? Know, about my life, you know. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever sneak into anything? I've snuck in into an orgy one time. No, Ooh. an orgy. No, 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 no. Let me explain. Let me, let me explain. Okay. I was at uni, and um, and and it's a bit, it's a bit crazy. It's a bit crazy. It was a house party, so everyone left. And then some people pulled up at the end of it, but I was meant to go home. But you see, these are people who I didn't know. But I was there still. So um, they came in and they just went upstairs. And I'm like, oh, interesting, you know? Uh-huh. Went up to your bedroom. I'm like, oh, interesting, you know? And uh, I was feeling the juice a bit too much at that time. So I'm like, yeah, let me go. Let me go and entertain. Let me just see what the fuck going on. You know what I'm saying? Why is everyone like? Not everyone. I walked in and some people were like, you know, you know, getting jiggy. And I'm like, oh, 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 it was that kind of event oh. at this time. So I just closed the door and I'm like, you know, but it was uni days though, so it wasn't that serious. But so you saw people yeah. having sex in person. Like you. No, 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 I didn't see them. Oh, okay. They were definitely all naked. Wow. How, do, how do you know that if you didn't see them? No, no, no. I, they were all I naked. Didn't, I didn't see them fucking them. Oh, got you. They, so what they, were they doing? Just they standing around? That's a, that's, that's a fact. Uh, yeah. Interesting. How many people? There was a lot of people in the house. It was towards the end of the night. Okay. So I uh, just closed the door. And I just, just had another drink and then I just chilled out downstairs and then there was some female people around and I'm like, yeah. So Can you I, believe I there's an orgy upstairs? You didn't want to join? Oh, fuck no. Leave me. No, 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 no,
like the mystery of like, how did this orgy start sort of thing? Like I would be asking my friends like, what the fuck? Why was there an orgy last night? I was there. I was there. Because and why wasn't I invited? Host, I was there because my friend hosted a party. Right. So I traveled from London to Kent. Okay. When I got to Kent, it was a house party essentially. So I'm staying the night there. My friend lives in that house. It was a shared house. You know them like in the UK over here, we, we share houses. Right. When you go to uni, like we share, you know. Yeah, yeah. Own house, but everyone has their own thing. Like a dorm. It was exactly like that, and um, yeah, it was just open because they were open. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm still open. Why do I feel so awkward? Okay, let's move on. Okay, no, yeah, no, no, no. That's crazy, man. Uh, that's yeah. good. Honestly, that's you're not going to top walking into an orgy. So, uh, that's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have any follow-ups on that? No, I think it's wild. That's pretty wild, man. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for chatting with us. Uh, okay, wait. One more. One more. Hello. Oh. How are people. you? Actual people. We're asking people um, questions about their lives. Yeah. Can we ask you a question? Yeah, oh, please. I, I'm just pleased to talk to actual people that aren't... Masturbating? Not, not people, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you got, you're counting money right now. What are you doing? No, I'm not counting... No, actually... You're about I'm to do some... i rolling a joint. Oh, wow. Dollar bill because I can't roll joints with my fat-ass fingers. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. The old so dollar trick. Dollar bill trick. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> but, but yeah. What what are you looking for? Are you looking for like a crazy ass story? Yeah, we're looking for a crazy ass story essentially. Wild yeah. time. Like what what is like a wild time that you had in your life? Well, if you want a crazy story, I can give you that. All right, let's get into <laughs> let's it. Hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, so um this was probably ten years ago. Um I uh I had uh, I drank a lot. I still do, um, but I had uh, my license, my driver's license, was suspended because of my drinking and driving. Gotcha. So um, I partied a lot with another guy that had a license <laughs> and a lot of money, um, and we used to party a lot um, at hotels and casinos and everywhere. Gotcha. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. And. Um, so there was this the, this one hotel on the beach that we used to party at a lot, and uh, used to do a lot of drugs at, drink a lot at, and uh, sometimes uh, people would show up and would want to party with us. Um, give me one second. Oh yeah, go ahead and lick your lick your. Uh, I've I've partied at a hotel a few times. That's actually where um, I've uh, my first alcoholic drink was in a party. It was at Courtyard Marriott. Uh, my friend. Oh, the Marriott was running across the street. Yeah, we, yeah, there you go. We, uh, we, my friend worked there and he was 18 and he would just let us rent out room. He would let us just, you know, 16 year olds stay in rooms and, uh, throw parties there. That's fun. (laughs) Yeah. That's a nice fatty you got there, man. Wow. You did a really good job. Look at you. So, all right. This is a small hotel, not like a big fancy place, but kind of like where people go to party at and get fucked up. So we have this little room and this, this girl comes, comes over and was like, Hey, I want to party with y'all. Kind of. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's not exactly what they said. We're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. What did they say? What hey, you want to fuck? <laughs> like, hey, do you want to gunny, uh, gunny drugs? That sort of thing. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
so we we lay out the cocaine, we lay out the ecstasy, and um, she starts taking her clothes off. Wow! <laughs> just sees oh, this and is just like, like, I need to. Uh, this is so glorious. I need to get naked for it. Oh uh, well, well, no. At the point, I'm like, we're like, we're like, hold on. How can we have fun before we have fun? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So. Um, she kind of like starts going way off the rails before we thought we would get her off the rails. What does that mean? <laughs> like, was she just like going crazy around the room sort of thing or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> the first thing was she pulled her drawers down and I picked up a phone book because every hotel has a big, thick phone book, you know? Right. Um, I'm like, hey, I'm going to slap your ass with this. <laughs> and I did. And she was like. You can't do that. You can't hit me harder. I'm like, oh well, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, now we're gonna have fun. <laughs> I beat this girl's ass so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> and she likes it. She was into it. She liked it. Oh, oh, she loved it. She loved it. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, I could not hit her ass. Hard enough. And this is just a stranger that, you know, wanted to do your drugs. Is that what you're saying? That's what yeah. this is. Uh-huh. You don't know this person. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> it gets better. She did our drugs, and then we did our own drugs and got fucking whacked out. And and she wound up, actually, it, it's kind of like a biker place. Okay. And there's a lot of biker clubs. She wound up mingling off to another biker club. Wound up doing God's know what. Like an hour later, she wound up coming back <laughs> on the back of another biker club's bike with her fucking pants inside out. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Where are you from? Where are you? Where were you? What state? Yeah, what state was this? Oh, Florida. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Florida man. Oh my God. That's amazing, man. Thank you so much for yeah. chatting with us oh and my God, sharing that story. Your stories are wild. That is truly a wild story. Thanks so much, man. Have a great Thank one. <laughs> oh my God. I want to know more. Wow. Uh, oh, he was fun. That was great. That was a really, I'm glad we, we, we dove back in. Wow. That was any thoughts uh, before we, uh, we wrap it up here. I don't know. I'm kind of addicted to this Omegle now. Well, You're always welcome to come back on and uh, share some stories and talk to some strangers. Thank you for coming on and doing the show with me. Uh, the, oh my with, gosh, with I can't believe this. you're not like affected by all the energy, the energy. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to decompress? They were so, some were so scary. What yeah. was that London guy saying? I couldn't understand him. Like somebody got arrested or? Yeah, like he got a, that that person, that family member that unalived or tried to unalive somebody. What's unalive mean? A kill. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why he was being sensitive about yeah, it. Yeah, he was like... being trying to kind of crazy, like, you know, not uh, oh. trying to be forthright, if you will. Um, Yikes. Thank you again for telling your stories. Oh my God. Uh, well, we're going to go ahead and decompress <laughs> uh, and get off the air here. Okay, but, goodbye. Uh, Christina, yeah. is there anything you want to plug before we leave? Um. 
Instagram at Christina Kelf. I'm on Facebook, my, my comedy poll show. I do it up. Uh, I probably, well, I wonder when this comes out. I might be doing it monthly. I might be doing it every other month. Yeah, it um, might be so successful. You're doing every I week. might be on Netflix at this time. <laughs> yeah. It's so unattainable. Any but, any uh, acting work you want people to check show. out? Um, well, the high network. I'm in uh, Tim Heidecker's deck of cards. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I play his love interest. It's ridiculous. If you guys are into ridiculous comedy, Go ahead. comedy, um, <laughs> but yeah, like support comedy poll show. If you're in LA, come see my show. I love it. It's a good time. It's, hell yeah. Last improv show is a great show. We have great improvisers on that show and yeah, follow us. Yeah. Go ahead and check it out. All right. Thanks for uh, having a, do you feel like you had a wild time? I'm, I'm trying to plug myself, but I'm fried from all that the fucking Omegle. That sounds like a wild time. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye. That's wild. It's time to get wild.